In the first event, we are hunched over a felt table holding elongated sticks, making balls go clack. Hell yeah. That's what we're doing. (laughs) This is The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. All right, everybody. Hey, welcome back. We are on dry land after last week's uh, Bon Voyage cruise. Are you swaying? Christy, my wife, is like claiming to still feeling a sway, even though being back on dry land. No, I've never been a swayer. I'm not somebody who gets seasick. I never. It's because you're always drunk. So it's just (laughs) you're just so used to swaying. (laughs) The boat just levels it out. Well, that's true. But a boat that big, (laughs) world's biggest cruise ship. I don't think it's capable of swaying. I, I think it could be sailing right through a tsunami and it would remain perfectly still just because of its girth. But um, listen, we're back on dry land. We have a lot to talk about today. The, the Miami Heat uh, are in the playoffs. The Florida Panthers are about to be huge time in South Florida sports. But you don't care about any of that. Here's what you do care about. Chris Cody versus Greg Cody <laughs> in the father and son Cody Olympics. The Olympiad. <laughs> His beginning. How about that? We have, what do we have? We have two. We're going to do 10 events over the course of the next five episodes. That's right. That's the intent, at least. You know, we'll see. If we only have one more. If we had a gambling partner, it would be good. That'd be a good uh, line to throw out is, you know, the over under on how many events we'll actually complete. <laughs> no, that's true. It'd probably be about 5.5 <laughs> at this point. But, uh, but, but we have begun with two events and there's controversy. I don't want to give away any spoilers. I, I don't, I want just, I want you to listen to it. I'm not going to say anything else about it, but there's controversy. We're two events in and I'm not happy. That's all I'm going to say. Um, We could talk about it later. We'll talk about it on the back end. I don't want to, I don't want any spoilers. I just want people to know that I'm not happy. I just want to tease what the two first events are in the first event. We are hunched over a felt table holding elongated sticks making balls go clack. Hell yeah. That's what we're doing. <laughs> and that was a fun time. I don't want to give away the result yet, uh, but it was a fun time. Describe the other event in a weird way, too. <laughs> uh, in, in the other event, we are on acres and acres of emerald green wasted space <laughs> with another elongated stick in our hand. <laughs> this one with, with a curvature on the bottom as we swing at tiny dimpled balls trying to make them accelerate across the expanse toward a flag stick in the distant yard. You could have just said two dudes swinging their sticks and while rolling around in the grass. <laughs> Drinking right. beer. I feel like that, I, we had a moment on the golf course where we like were like, I feel like this audience just thinks we are raging alcoholics because we were on our cruise. <laughs> well, you're the one who's always mentioning booze. Wait. I like to drink uh, anonymously, but you're always like... Real G's drinking silence. Yeah, we're three beers in. We just had a margarita and, you know, this... Bloody Mary, you know, you're the one who's always mentioning it. Guys, um, I'm just happy to have you back. Thank you. Like, it's good to be back on the Zoom with Greg and Chris Cody, doing the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. It's just nice, and it's good to have you guys thank on dry it's land. Good to be, it's good to be back. It's good to see your floating head in our Zoom screen. <laughs> That's right. Yeti, <laughs> has bl- Yeti has a black background and wearing a black shirt, so he literally just looks like a floating head right now. Yeah, I'm, do- I'm doing the Zoom like this, by the way. <laughs> it's very spooky. <laughs> It's like Rod Serling, uh, you know, back in the day. Oh it's my like god! Really creepy. If I'm being honest. Oh, okay. Is that, is that a Yeti Blanc shirt? That, it is. That, it it may or may not oh, be a Yeti that. Blanc shirt that you can find yeah. at yetiblanc.com. Okay. They fit, those shirts fit great. 
I love it. We'll say that. At some point, we're going to tease the word shirts. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe the time is not right. We can, I mean, we could tease it. We could say what we have planned. It's coming down. It's not ready yet, but you can say it, Dad. Go ahead. I, I feel like we should say that. I, I feel Let's like say, we should. Oh, I feel like we're putting suspense around this now. Well, People are like, what could we be talking about? I think it's probably shirts, right? Yeah, <laughs> we're trying to whet the appetite. And uh, is W-H-E-T. I hate people who spell wet the appetite without the H. We're wetting the appetite by mentioning that very soon we're going to have our own Greg Cody show merchandise store online. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're going to be able to go to it, uh, decide that everything's too pricey, not buy a single thing, and it'll go down in flames. But we're going to try it. We want it to be a big success. Quite a so, sell. Uh, that, yeah. Be on the lookout for Greg Cody show merch in the coming months. Let's just say right. that. Boom. No, that's exciting, though. I'm, uh, I think people are going to like the stuff that we're coming out with. And the, the most narcissistic podcast in the world needs merch, right? You can't yeah, be the most narcissistic it. podcast unless you have a shirt that says the Greg Cody show on it. Yeah, a couple of shirts uh, and other stuff. It's, it's unbelievable the array of merchandise that we're rolling out. All right, you've said enough. Um, okay. Right. I'm just teasing. <laughs> wheezing, wheezing and teasing at the same time. Where were we? How, how was your trip overall? Was, was it the grand time that you hoped it would be? It sounded fun. It was terrific. I love cruising. I, I love everything about it. I love the sea days where you don't leave the ship. I love the ports of call, uh, just seeing different things, going different places. Uh, it was a delight having uh, our four-year-old granddaughter there. Was it? daughter? Yeah, it was. Yeah, Chris, how did that pan out for you? Well, it was delightful for you because you got to go to sleep every night. Um, it wasn't a total nonstop delight. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, it was. It was great. I, we had a balcony, and just being able to sit out on a balcony and just like that view of being out on the ocean and like that being your, you know, your backyard for a week is just. Ugh, it just never gets old. It's like breathtaking every morning, and yeah. like just be able being able to like have. Uh, breakfast delivered every morning and like eat your breakfast out on the balcony like eating bacon sipping coffee while you're just looking at like that's worth the trip in itself aside from all like the fun stuff at night the comedy shows the music the live acts yeah you would have loved this it was like a country do they were doing like mainly country covers but they did also some classic rock stuff it was just a a three-man band and they were just they were really good and it was we went and watched them like most nights and uh, there was like a pub with like a one-man guy there was a a jazz piano player that was doing good stuff like every night you could have a little different area of the ship you go and you catch your entertainment it's just it's for what we're looking for. It's just like unlimited food, unlimited fun, unlimited good views. And then you got pool during the day with like a, a reggae band playing. Like it's just, it's vacation. It is the definition of vacation. It is. Yeah, it is. And and Christopher, I'm going to leave it up to you how much you reveal. But uh, let me just say that the cruise ended yeah. uh, particularly well for you. Yeah. No, I hit huge. This is the second time I've done this in the casino on the final night. There's nothing because when you hit big the first night, you know, you're going to give it all back. <laughs> so there's something sweet about that final night. And I had I had basically gotten the whole cruise about even. So I was like that final night. I was like, all right, I can if I lose a little bit here, I planned on like I put aside this amount of money to gamble. So I went kind of hard the last night. I was like, let's just go for it. And I ran good, and I made. <laughs> I made. I, I'm not going to say how much I made, but I, 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 I told my dad the next morning, and and he was like, "What?" <laughs> he, he, it was. And then I, and then me and my wife went to a concert the next night, and at the concert, the concert was at a hotel with a casino. So after I, <laughs> I was course. running hot, so I was like, "Honey, 
daddy's got to, you know, hit the hit, hit the the roulette table just to see if the hand's still hot. And I tell you, it was. Oh my goodness. Chris's lo- lovable meter has gone totally through the roof on this. <laughs> yeah. My wife got to ex- my wife got to experience it. The night after we get back from the cruise, we go to another casino and my wife cashes out and for 1800 bucks p- profit. And my wife is just like, "Oh, this is fun." <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah. I'm not going to say. Well, that, that I'll say fun. that cuz that's the smaller number. Oh, oh, is, oh. Well, oh, I- <laughs> I'm not going to go into details, but anybody who's played roulette in a casino is going to know by just the vague detail I'm about to give you. He was putting tall stacks of chips on single numbers that he always yeah. plays mm-hmm. and they weren't one dollar chips no. i mean he was playing big money in tall stacks at, at one point i was playing 50 and 75 dollars on numbers this yeah. is because i was up so i was like i had money to like lose and would still be at even so i was like let's go for it and yeah i may have had 50 or 75 dollars on number 14 and it may yeah. have hit multiple times oh my god there's <laughs> nothing better it's 35 to better. 1 odds, Yeti. 35 to mm. 1 odds on 75 bucks. Do the math. Yes. I don't I get, do math, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm doing cartwheels in my chair when uh, when I have three chips on a number and it hits. So I can dollars, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, you know, that's 105 bucks or whatever, but anywho, um, so here we go. Diving into the pool is what we're doing because Wow, good. Uh, how about that? Like Greg Luganus <laughs> off the 10-meter board and and we started off this father-son Olympiad uh, with a best of three games. Best of five. Was it best of five? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. It was, yeah, it was the first one to three. Greg Cody was very confident going into this match. He thought that, uh, why am I talking to myself in the third person and, again? And let's also just get to it. We play pool yeah. here in the first event, the Greg Cody Show, Cody's father-son Olympiads. All right. It starts right now. Greg Luganis cracked his head on the Olympic board. Yes, he did. And lived to tell about it. Yeah. (laughs) The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody presents the Cody Family Olympics. Brought to you by the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Father versus son. Old versus young, not athletic versus someone who, just a few years ago, turned out to be more athletic than any listener had previously imagined. Five weeks, ten events, a house divided. Who will reign victorious? The Cody Family Olympics, brought to you by The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. All right, we're here. The Cody Olympics. Uh, we're gonna do a little breakdown here of each event. Our, there's ten events, Dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, the events, real quick. Golf, eighteen holes, which will be coming up later in this episode. Ping pong, best of seven games. A swimming race, two laps on an Olympic sized lane. Basketball, fifty free throws each. It's a lot. <laughs> Football, yeah. kicking. Okay. 10 30 yard field goal attempts whoever makes the most wins shopping each of us gets a shopping list of, th- of 20 items the fastest to get them wins <laughs> playing pool which we are doing here best We're of seven games do you want to do best of five 
Can we just agree? Seven seems like a lot. Let's do best of five. All right. We're ta- first one of three wins. Executive order. Yeah. We're making that best of five. All right. Um, Greg's five. writing it down, even though we're saying it on the podcast. Right. It's fine. Okay. okay. Um, bowling, best of three games. Right. We'll do that down the road. And tennis, one set. First person to six games, one set. Win by two. And all right. So, Dad, the, the, the thing I'm interested in here is I'm literally confident in every single one of these. Okay. Did you mention chess? Oh, no, I'm sorry. You're right. And the 10th event was going to be a foot race. We decided we don't want my dad to end up at the hospital. Right. Uh, or the morgue. Or the morgue. Right. So we're just going to we're gonna get it a little more uh, less physical, more mental. Yep. Um, and we're going to go with chess. Chess in it. Both of us know the rules of chess. We've both seen Queen of Gambit. Queen, is it Queen of Gambit? Something like that. Have you seen the Queen's show? Gambit. Queen's Gambit. Have you yeah. seen that show? I love that show. Me too. We yeah. both see. We both love that show, so right. we appreciate chess. We know that we're both terrible, but we know enough to play it. That'll be our 10th event. So of yeah. these 10 events, Dad, what are you feeling confident in going okay. into? As we're about to break... On our first game of pool. Okay, I'm feeling oddly confident about golf because you're giving me one stroke a hole. Right, 18. I just have to lose by less than 18. Right, I generally shoot 83, so you need to... You're around 100 anyway, yeah. so that's actually pretty fair, you're right. Okay, I'm confident in ping pong. Oh, God, no. Uh, not particularly confident in swimming. Yeah, I'll destroy you there. Uh, I'm very confident in basketball. Free throws. I'm a good free throw shooter. Uh, kicking, I think I can I can marshal and herald and summon uh, my glory days. No shot. Uh, shopping is a crapshoot. I'll, uh, I'll give you that. That's okay, true. pool. I think I can beat you. What we're about to do? So right. you're confident here? Uh, we yeah, just we just took a couple shots, warm up, and we were both pretty bad. Right, we were. Uh, tennis, I think I can win. I'm going to be slicing you all over the court. Uh, bowling, it depends on whether you give me pins. Okay. If it's straight up, I'm not that confident. All right, we're going to talk about that later yeah. then. Um, okay. So, wow, you're, you're confident in, like, every single one of these. Sure. What about chess? Uh, I'm as confident as I can be for someone who rarely plays chess. Well, I rarely mean, like, you've played how many times yeah. in the last 20 years? Uh, once. <laughs> what I was it? be better at checkers. <laughs> King me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, so let's get going here. Round the well, first, the first event. We're lagging for break right now. We'll be checking in periodically. We're in my home game room. Yeah. Where there's a beautiful the ga- pool table. The game room of what? Of Kyrgios? Yeah, Kyrgios and uh, that kind of thing. Okay. Okay. All right, so we're midway through game one here. Greg Cody is behind. He, I have uh, two solids left, and he has... Five stripes left. Greg, how are you feeling early on in this match? How are you feeling? Uh, I'm the underdog and playing like it. I know. I, come out, I came out strong. Dad forgets yeah. that I'm a, I played in a pool league for a couple seasons, uh, yes, like did. a year or two back. Right. You did, and uh, I have never been in a pool league. Uh, I've been in a swimming pool, but never in a pool league. But you have a pool table. Now that yeah. the kids have grown up, this thing is kind of just collecting dust. Yeah, you know. We're having a good time. I have not conceded game one. All right, let's way. see. My shot? Yeah. Here, why don't you do a little play-by-play of my right, shot? That kind of thing. I might right. run the rest of it. You might want to just keep yeah. it rolling. Christopher began uh, game one by running the table on his first four or five shots, and Greg Cody was, uh, was wilting like a dead flower at that point. But he's come back. He has. Okay, good shot. Just like I taught him. Good old ASMR. Just put the, the mic close to the felt and... Here we go. A little combo off the off the wall here. Five in the corner. That's the sound of a scratch. What does ASMR mean? That's when like that's like people that are into just audio. They remember we did golf ASMR right. with like 
the golf ball going oh, in the right, hole. Oh, right, 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 okay. Remember you saying, yeah. ah, f*** me. Right. By the way, you just ruined my shot. I had a ball right outside the side pocket and you ruined it. So my dad claims to be making a run here. I have one solid left. He has three stripes. He's shooting right now. Trying to make a cut. The ball needs to go. It's got to get some legs. Okay. Uh, and he leaves it at the corner. I'm going to take that. Okay. I'm going to take that. I'm making a comeback. All right. Get out of the way. All right, eight ball corner pocket. Your ball's going to stop me from scratching right now. Thank you. Haven't made it yet. Chris Cody has blown his chance. Damn it. All right. I wonder if us playing pool on a podcast is good audio. <laughs> We're gonna find out. Do you think Yeti's into this game as he's listening to it? Or is he like falling asleep editing this? Uh, I think he's riveted. All right, he just made it. So my dad's got two stripes left on the table. I have my eight ball in the middle. I'd say a semi-easy shot for Greg here. Damn it! It's funny, I could tell by, I could tell the way he was aiming that he was gonna miss that before the shot. Okay. All right, here we go. Corner pocket, same corner over there. Oh no! Oh boy! I'm just going to keep giving you chances. If you'd missed that ball, would that have been a stretch? Yeah. That was a weird shot he just made. I just handed you the game. All right, here we go. So now Chris has a semi-easy eight ball shot here. Yeah, I just handed Chris Cody the game. If he doesn't make this, I'm going to howl with laughter like Wolfman Jack. I have lost game one. Yes. Damn it. The young buck starts his dominance the way he expected to. Two ball deficit. That kind of thing. We're about to start game two. I lost the first game. Made a little bit of a comeback. Only ended up losing by two balls. That's what she said. That's how you break. That's how you break, but don't get anything in. Is that is, is what that's all about. I'm just saying, that is a beautiful break right it there. It was a good break. I'll give you that. Controversy here early in game two. Greg Cody is claiming. Wow, he's really bad. Folks, Greg Cody, not very good. He's complaining because he made a, cl- a shot that was clearly slop. He was not intending. So, you know, the ball went in a different pocket that he was intending. So the, the table stayed open, and then I easily tapped in a solid. So I, you know, what's wrong? That's how it works. Slop okay. rules. You know right. slop rules. Okay. But you were, okay. Right. So before I hit record, you were claiming there was something. You said protest, I believe. Well, you know, figure of speech. <laughs> Ridiculous. Christopher's rubbing it in. He's beating me in the second game. And eating pistachios in the middle of a game. I have three balls left, and my dad hasn't made one, I don't think. I get a little snack in between thinking he'll make a shot, and I'll have five seconds. And Let's see if he can finally make a shot about seven shots into the second game. Hey! (laughs) Ah, the sigh. (laughs) I got a shot. Cody's doing that thing where he's blaming luck and saying he keeps getting left without a shot. I have one solid left. He has three stripes. The reason I started the recording here is because I feel... Like I'm about to end this match, even though I don't even have a clear shot to solve. Yeah, you don't have a good shot. I'm, I'm still in it. I have not given up. Haven't given up. Big rally coming up here. All right, Greg Cody making a little bit of a run here in the second game. He's made two in a row. There's one stripe left, one solid left on the table. He's got the ball. He's got a, I think he's got a shot at this stripe here, no? It's going to be close. It's... He's so close to the bumper here. He doesn't think he has a clear shot at this stripe. So that'll be a ball in hand for me. All right, Christopher's got a ball in hand. He's going to make one solid, then the eight ball to eliminate me from the pool challenge. Real best of five. That's true. You're right. Thank God. I was thought it was best of three. 
All right, he just made it. Yeah. All right, it's fine. Huh? Yeah. All right. My dad just celebrates, doesn't say what happened. My white ball went in after I made it, so he's got a ball in hand. He's got to put the ball way down here. His 14, this is a tough one. He's, I think he's going to have to go. He's going bank. I got to go back here, right? Yeah. He's going bank the long way. I like my chances here. All right, I left you a lot of green. Get out of the way. All right, good. A lot of green. All right, this is it. This is Christopher shooting at the eight ball to take a two-nothing lead in a best of five. And the rat bastard made it. Oh, well, congrats. Down two-nil. Feeling good. Rack him. All right, I'm down 2-0 in a best of five challenge. Christopher's about to break. Hopefully he'll hit the eight ball in on the bust. How you feeling down 2-0? Uh, not good, understandably. I mean, I was, the, I was the big underdog here, so. We have two events in this episode. Golf is the next one, which we're doing tomorrow. Are you like, you know, I feel like this was one you needed to have if you wanted to get out of this day with a split. This well, episode, this episode. Okay, I'm not done yet. All right. All right, we're in the middle of game three here. I don't want to say it, but we're looking at a sweep here. I've got two balls left. My dad has one, two, three, four, five, six balls. Yeah, you got to rub it in, huh? I mean, I'm just updating the people. Right. I wouldn't normally be saying these words out loud. Yeah. Um, but I don't have a shot here, so you, know, you never know. It ain't over till it's over. Does Greg Cody have a run in it? I don't, I don't hear Kate Smith singing. What, you want to tell the people why you're so upset right now? Well... I reminded Christopher that I was gonna see it. That we were allowed to play eight ball neutral, so he uses the eight ball to hit in his last uh, ball and give himself a perfect one foot shot for the win. And he made it, and he routed me three games to nil. The first event of the father son Cody challenge goes Olympics. Whatever goes to the young one, three games to nil. I got my ass. Whooped! Congrats. See you on the golf course. Yeah. Oh God. I gotta. I gotta gird my loins. I really do. <laughs> Girding it. This was an inauspicious debut <laughs> to the father-son Cody Olympics. <laughs> One nothing. I am mortified. Yeah. I was swept. Three games to nil. Christopher, in the middle of just just rappy cacking me, uh, was kind enough to remind me, which I'd forgotten. Dad, you know, I used to play in a pool league. Yeah, and it's true. Back. Yeah, he a couple used years to back. play competitive pool, mm-hmm. whereas I have a table in my own home and rarely, if ever, play it. So I should have prepared for this. I should have practiced, uh, but I didn't. And uh, you saw what happened. I, I wonder if we. I don't remember if we talked about it in the audio, but I, I just, I love how confident I was that midway through the second game, I just started snacking on pistachios. Oh, it's so annoying. I was yes, like, <laughs> it's in there and he got mad at you. Yeah. Okay, good. I just want to make sure that we, caught, we that was documented because that was my favorite part of the proceedings of just my dad being really into the game and me just thinking it's time for a snack. Well, it's disrespectful to your <laughs> opponent uh, to delay the game by eating not only a snack, but a snack that requires you know, excavating the nut from uh, from a hard shell. Big so, yeah, but know. that's uh, hell yeah. But that's but that that what I'm telling you is is 
when when I see, okay, I just missed, so it's my turn. I have a second now to go take a break and get a snack. I expect you to maybe make a shot and give me a second to eat a pistachio. Right. But you miss your first shot, and so I'm still mid-crack of pistachio, and you're mad at me, and it's like, Dad, just make a shot, and then I'd be ready to go. Delaying the game seems to be a thing, that, a tactic of Chris's lately, between yeah. bowling and yeah. now pool. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. his game. I think it could be. Uh, yeah. I was encumbered by... Um, some bad breaks. Uh, I never seem to have an open shot. Is that a double um, entendre? What's that? Like, like I was. I had some bad breaks. Like, are you saying literally you had bad breaks, or you just got unlucky in the match? Uh, both, actually. Yeah, mm. yeah. Because you were. I, I was noticeably a lot better breaker. Like, there's more oomph on my break than yours, yeah. which I think will be a theme over this, the course of these events. <laughs> I, I don't, Dad. I, I love how I want to like. I want blood. Like, I don't want you to win a single event. I want to go ten and zero. <laughs> I know you don't. Well, maybe I maybe I won golf. Nobody knows yet. Does Greg get annoyed if you cast a shadow on the table? <laughs> um, we never. Yeah, he probably would. He gets annoyed with everything. So he that's never come up. I used to play with a guy who'd be like, "If this was in Vegas, I'd shoot you." <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I know it was rough. I get annoyed while losing. Let's get to golf right here because uh, there's controversy here. We'll, we'll get we'll, we'll react to it afterwards. But event number two, eighteen holes of golf. I, I we agreed I would give him a stroke per hole, so eighteen strokes total, and then but we get into you'll hear it here. We decide whether we're going to play stroke play, whether we just at the end of the round add eighteen to his score and see who wins, or are we going to do match play, which is for the people that know golf know what I'm talking about. If you don't, then whatever. Anyways, we get into it here. Here it is: golf, Greg Cody Show Olympics, father son battle. All right. We're about to tee off. How you feeling today? I'm giving you 18 strokes. We're on the course, driving to the first tee. We got paired up with two dudes, so it's gonna might be a little awkward. Yeah. Um, how you feeling going into this? Uh, you know, I feel pretty good, oddly enough. Uh, 18 strokes is a lot, and I have, sort of have mixed emotions because if I end up losing by 17 strokes, I win. Right. So it's gonna be tough to like feel too good about that yeah. but um, i'm looking forward to how on it like both of us have to be honest today like this is we're we're, we're playing for actual stakes here so right. like i just feel like this calls for honesty yeah i'm no. prepared to be honest are you prepared to be honest i'm prepared to be honest with we're, this we're gonna play toe wedges by like if i give give you one you give me one yes, even yeah all right we'll check back in a little bit all right we are out here on the fourth tee i am up in our match play i'm up one hole right now I just hit a pipe. I just piped a drive down the middle on the fourth. Greg Cody's at the tee now. Like I said, this is made very awkward because we're playing with two other guys. So I don't. Oh, that sounded good. Good shot. Look at you piping it right down the middle, right there with me. We got a good match here. Chris Cody up one through three. I hope that we're out here in a hurricane. Yeti's going to be so mad at how windy it is. It's ridiculous. But, Yeti, I'm telling you, the, the, it's 20 miles an hour out here. My dad just said I've never played in wind this hard. It's like, the, it's like the Masters out here. It's crazy. I mean, the weather is ridiculous. It's a beautiful day, but the wind is super strong. It's so awkward doing this playing with other with two other guys. It's got to be gusting to 30 miles an hour. I'm serious. Yeah. All right. That kind of thing. Yeah, I just saw a witch on a bicycle. Uh, you know, that tells you how strong the wind is. Okay. Good joke, Dad. Thank you. All right, Greg Cody. The world's the, the windiest golf round in history is continuing. So we are through nine holes. We have a little uh, 
breather from our people that we're playing with, so I don't feel weird actually right now talking. Um, all right, so after nine holes in our match play with carryover holes, carryover so if we so if we tie at one hole, the next hole's worth two holes. If we tie that one, the next one's worth three. Right. We are even. I am up by 11 strokes at the turn. I played like shit. My dad played even shittier. Yes. Um, so that's how it's going so far. Uh, we're having fun. A couple Bloody Marys have been popped. Um, it's, it's less windy than it was an hour ago, yeah. but it's still really windy. And uh, Greg Cody, what are your thoughts so far? Are you just going to say that kind of thing? I'm having a great time uh, despite playing like shit. Um, I think I still have a shot. I, th- I think I have a shot in the match play for sure. And uh, I'm behind It'll, by 11 at the turn. Because we, we agreed pre- beforehand that I was yeah. going to give him 18, a stroke a hole, 18 strokes. Right. So we're kind of tracking our match play and we're tracking just total strokes. And right now I'm up 11 strokes. So I am on pace to beat him by 18 strokes. So we will see if he can gain any ground here. Uh, hopefully we can do more recording on the back nine. Uh, yeah, that's it. I think we're having fun. Yep. My dad's wearing a ridiculous, uh, loud pink and green shirt. It's a Christmas gift from Santa, so uh, it's good. It's not at all, actually. It, it was. Isn't? It's a shirt that was given to you by the Levitzard Show because I see the logo here, and this was definitely a giveaway at the studio. Okay, well, it felt like a Christmas. Why gift. did you feel the need to say it was a Christmas gift? I don't know. Why did you feel the need to say we're playing with two St. Louis Cardinals? No, no, no. We're playing with two guys that look like they could be. Uh, professional athletes, but the more I think about it, I don't think they're they're St. Louis Cardinals in town because they they mentioned playing Jacaranda a couple weeks ago. Uh huh. Well, maybe they were in town a couple weeks ago. Shout out to the guy, the starter guy at uh, the guy. What's he called? He's not the starter. The guy who gets the bags out of the car. The bag man. The bag guy. He, yeah. he recognized us. He knows us from the show. So if he listens to the... He, he seemed like just a Levitard show fan. No, he's he didn't, a Greg Cody show fan. He didn't say big fan of the Greg Cody show. Uh, he said big he, fan you know, of... Went on said. He asked about Stugatz. Yeah, went on said. Big, big fan of the Greg Cody show. Hey, where's Jetty? He said so. He didn't say that. All right. Um, so shout out to that guy. We're going to tee off on the back nine here and uh, that kind of thing. Okay. All right. The kid's pulling away. We're, oh. we're through 11 holes. I am up three in our match, and I'm up 16 strokes overall. Sad. The stroke play is pretty much out for you, I'd say, at this point. Um, but you still got a shot. You know, you win this hole. You're only down two holes with, like, what, seven to play or so? Right. You know, how you feeling? Well, I've whipped out the big artillery. I'm playing a tailor-made burner, the world's most gigantic driver. Yeah. And so we're uh, we're making our ground left, right, and center. We got the Coronas now flowing. We're done with the Bloody Marys. We got a, a six-pack of Corona flowing. So yeah, right. my game, I'm kind of playing well. I'm even so far on the back nine. We played two holes. I'm, I'm par par. So uh, we're playing the 12th right now. We'll keep you posted, but it's not looking good for the old man. Are you prepared to go down 2-0? In events after the first two events i'm not yet no it's not over ain't over till it's over and i mean it that kind of thing that kind of thing all right we both just played our best holes of the day damn right i hit i almost holed out from like 40 yards i almost pitched in from 40 yards my dad hit four beautiful shots for a nice how far a putt was that to make Probably six, eight feet. Six, eight footer. He hit like a nice chip from like 60 yards out to like six feet. So he's, uh, you know, we're moving here. He's still down, but that was a good hole for both of us. Yeah. That kind of thing. We love golf all over again. Yeah. I've grown to hate golf during this round because I'm playing like shit. Um, But I just had my best hole of the day. I hit a good drive. Just like that, you're back, Jack. I am back, Jack. I hit a good drive, good second shot, good approach shot, made a putt. 
You're still, I love you're, golf. You're still going to lose this match, though. No, I'm not. I'm roaring back, man. All right. It's a two. He did win the hole. Since we both parred, he has a stroke a hole, so he won that hole. He's down two holes with um, six to play. So you got a chance. I can do it. Greg Cody from 50 yards out on a par three. Get up there. Oh, Damn it. His chip shot from 50 yards, he basically was like a foot away from getting up, but then he, but instead he's, <laughs> instead he's in a sand trap. Jesus Christ. We almost got a, a f me in the wild. All right, I hate golf again. Huh? I hate golf again. <laughs> that kind of thing. All right, the kid's heating up. I just got a birdie after, after almost holing out from 40 yards the previous hole. I drilled like a 40 foot putt for birdie. Oh, I was going to say, was that 50 or 60? Uh, 50, we'll call it 50. We are, um, I'm one under through four holes on the back nine. The lead has grown to back up to three. And, you know, when you get a birdie, it calls for this. Yeah, baby. That kind of thing. All right, Greg Cody's making it a game. We are, we just teed off on 17. I'm up by four holes, but this hole is worth three points. So Greg can only push on the match, but I'm, I'm hoping to close the door here. He hit a bad first shot, yeah. so I'm looking all right. Hey, 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 how you feeling? Not good. You're annoying the shit out of me because, like, you've gotten into the, the 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 alcohol, and you can't keep track of your score anymore. Well, you this know, is an important match. Like, we're supposed big... to keep track of our score, and you just can't do it. Look, when you're playing golf like me, they're big numbers. I mean, it's tough keeping track of such big numbers. Yeah. Six, sevens. That kind of thing. Okay. I, I'm going to pull away here, and I should get the victory here. All right, yeah, this, I'm, I'm pissed off right now. My dad just won that par three Damn right. after a bad shot he hit. Hello. And all right, so now we're on the 18th hole. I'm up only one hole in our match, even though I'm up 24 strokes on him for the round. So this is a bullshit way we set up this thing. Thank you. But uh, thank God I'm that. still going to win this hole, so you're, like, you're not going to win any of them. But it's just annoying to me that you have a chance on this last hole. And so if I win this last hole and you win strokes, but I win match play, we push. And then what's the tiebreaker? It's not going to happen. Okay. All I have to do is tie you on this hole, and I'll end up one hole up. And I'll obviously win by more than 18 strokes. So this is, everything's going to be fine. It's just annoying that the boat, the beers, the beers are flowing. Nice and burp right into the mic. I start the- Amateur. I had a nice start to this back nine. I have three bogeys in a row since then. Look at me out driving everybody with my new big Bertha. First of all, you're not out driving anybody. Plus, it's not a big Bertha. I just realized it's a burner. A Plus, burner. you're playing a tee ahead of everyone. Okay. Well, me me, and the two other guys are playing from the whites, and my dad's playing from the... Cardinals. No, you're playing from the whites. Yeah. We're playing from the blues. Same usual. Yeah. What? Nothing. Okay. All right. That kind of thing. <laughs> we noted that my dad thought he outdrove everyone, and we just realized his ball was 40 yards back of everyone. Me. That kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Greg Cody just hit his. <laughs> what'd you just say? It's the second hole on the whole course where I've actually hit two good shots in a row, <laughs> which is sad. It is sad. Yeah. Um, all right, so my dad hit a good approach shot on 18. Yeah, He's just off the green. Yeah, and you know it. I have my approach shot here. If I can put it on the green here, if I can put it close here, I think I, I basically seal this whole thing up. Time for you to address the ball. Hello, ball. You've been saving that one? Yeah. All right, I just hit a terrible shot on my approach. I don't want to make excuses, but the other guy slammed on his, uh, you know, this is what the guy did in the middle of my backswing. As I was about to start, this is what the other guy did. All right. So it kind of affected me. I'm making excuses, but so I hit a bad shot. My dad's looking good. I'm so I pissed. I am beautiful too. I'm so pissed right now. 
All right, check back shortly. All right, Chris Cody has a tough shot here. It's downhill. He's hitting a down, 70 yards. downhill shot out of a bunker. What's the card say for yardage? It says uh, 59 yards, but a gruesome downhill lie. Let's see what he does because Greg Cody's lies are beautiful too. Okay, here he did. Here goes the shot. It jumped out of the sand. He's he's left and short of the green, and Chris Cody is in trouble, ladies and gentlemen. So I lie three, you lie two. Damn right, I lie a beautiful two. All right, you, you keep saying that. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Made for a t-shirt. Yeah, this is not looking good. Yeah, let me off. Riding under the green. Oh yeah, I'm so rattled right now. Damn right you are. Give him this rattle since you got lost uh, going through traffic getting here. All right, no one gets that. All right, I'll check back soon. All right, bullshit has ensued. We're at a we're at a local wing place that we come to after golf. All right, so he won the last hole. No, 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 we tied the last hole, but since he gets a stroke every hole, meaning I won. He won the last hole, so we ended up with our match play even. I beat him by 24 strokes. So if we were just doing the 18 stroke, one stroke per hole, 18 stroke play, I won. We decided at the last minute to do a match play. Um, it backfired on me. I was up four holes. I was up four with four holes to play. I got a little cocky. I started talking shit. And, you know, my dad pulled a couple shots out of his ass. Damn right and right. so I don't know how I feel about this. Did you, did, did we tie? Is this a push? Did I win because of stroke play? What's like, what's, I feel like we don't have a, a, a result here. I think there's going to be some events. Like we played pool. You won easy three games to nil. I think there's going to be some events where it's a push or it's a tie, and I think this is one. But, what, but, I, but I beat you by more than 18 strokes. You did, but we also did a match play, and you did not beat me in the match play. Is that right? There's, there's, there's some gray area here. Okay. All right, so how about... I may have given Greg an extra mulligan in the final four holes because I was up four holes, so I thought there's no way he's going to win these final four holes, so I felt pity. I gave you an extra mulligan. You ended up winning that hole. There's some controversy here. We got some sour grapes now on your part. Um, well, but they, are you denying that I did that? I will call it a push. If I, I didn't give you that one mulligan, that par three where you were lying one, you were really, you know, it was your second shot. Right, because I hit the first one in the drink. Right, so that's what I mean. Like, you know, if, we're, if we were playing, like, you know, if I wasn't pitying you, right. this would have been an easy victory for me. You know, that's your fault for uh, bestowing pity upon me. That's true. Lesson learned. I got that. Lesson learned. I mean... I feel like we can call golf um, your victory because it was really, I didn't win anything. You won something and I tied something. Right. Right. So you won golf by a score of one win and one tie. So did I win golf? So like in the overall Greg uh, Cody show, <laughs> Cody show, the Cody Olympics, yeah. what is the tally through I, two events? I feel like right now you're 2-0. and oh. Oh, okay. Oh, because you, I felt like we were about to sign off with you as the victor. You're just at the last second giving it back to me. I mean, I'm trying to be gen not generous. I'm trying to be fair. Um, I you do know what? We'll, get, we'll, we'll let Yeti decide. We're about to go to commercial. Well, no, I don't think we're going to commercial. We're about to end this and go back to me, you, and Yeti. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what Yeti thinks. Uh, there you go. Let's do it. That kind of thing. Right. You said it best. Say it. That kind of thing. Okay, we lied about Yeti deciding because he's not even here. But I'm up 2-0 in the Cody Olympics. But let's get to basketball. Oh, we put it off. We put it off enough. The heater up 3-1. 
in this series. My favorite part of the series so far is just PJ Tucker bullying that young that young player for the Hawks. Like I feel like that is a microcosm of this entire series. Like this this Heat team is just tougher. Like yeah, Trey Young is kind of like a, a poor man Steph Curry. But outside of that, the Heat are just tougher and better. And this was this series was meant to be three one at least, if not a yes, sweep. I agree. I mean, you talk about a microcosm of this series. It's the Heat losing their starting point guard Kyle Lowry to an injury, and yet not only prevailing but dominating. And Yeti. And this is who the Heat have been all year. Think about it. Their four leading scorers: Butler, Adebayo, Hero and Lowry have missed a total of 86 games injured this year. Okay. So the idea that they're missing Lowry and they go on and win is nothing new. It's what Spolster has dealt with all season long. Yeah. But there is something about when you get into these later rounds, like if we get to Philly and then we get to Milwaukee, Gabe Vincent is nice against the Hawks, but that veteran leadership that Kyle Lowry has I, I think right. it, it it will show its head at some point. I, I think right. like you're, it'll get you through Atlanta, but I think they need him to come back if they're going to make a serious run in the East. Look at us d- breaking down sports like we know what we're talking about. I know, but Max Struess, another one of those fill-ins. Max Struess is another I one. I think uh, in Game Four he was plus thirty-four. I think him and Victor Oladipo had the two best plus-minus for the Heat. But he's yeah. another one. To your point. A guy that's just like he now he's just a starter. He's just replaced Duncan Robinson. That's like a wild thing with how much money Duncan got paid. Yeah, and that's another genius of uh, Spolstra. Uh, Struess has started the last nineteen games, and they're like six, I think seventeen and two. Wow, or something like that since he started. So Butler is establishing himself, and I know it's only his third season, and I'm not one to exaggerate. He is establishing himself as one of the great Heat players of all time. I'll say that right now. Yeah, there's just something about him. I was talking to a friend about this, about how obviously Dwayne Wade is Dwayne Wade, but there's just something about Butler and the way he plays that just kind of fits that whatever the Heat culture is, I guess Udonis Haslam would be the guy that like fits the Heat culture more than anybody. Because as good as Wade is, Wade's the best player to ever play on the Heat, him and LeBron. But as far as who is Heat culture, you put Udonis up there, you might go Butler second all time of just like maybe Zoe. Maybe it might be uh, Udonis, Zoe. But in just of who oozes Heat culture. Yes. I think Jimmy Butler might be third all time already. I'm telling you, you're right. I totally agree. And he's and, and this- he has and he's the best one of those three guys. So like Haslam and and Zoe are just culture. Like they're good players, but neither. I mean, Zoe was. I don't want to disrespect Zoe. Zoe was, was an all star, yeah. but he wasn't great. Jimmy, I think, was better than Zoe ever was. Right? Can we say right. that? I agree. And and I also remember. A few years ago when they made that deal, the narrative down here was, yeah, he's a good player, but is he elite? Is he a superstar? And yes, he is. He is. He's making the Michelob Ultra commercials. He's, I mean, like he's Matthew Stafford also randomly doing commercials now, Um, which is like, you'd see you win a Super Bowl. All of a sudden you get a couple AT&T commercials. Yeah. I saw that Matt Stafford uh, commercial again tonight and 
you're struggling. Every time I talk, you're muting yourself to cough. It's 1020 at night. Uh, we're recording this last segment after the heat game on Sunday night. And I know you're mad at me for bringing it up because you're trying to fly under the radar, but you sound terrible. What is, I was with you on a cruise. We were at a party at 1 a.m. and you sounded fine. There's something about when you're at home, you can't talk late at night. Hey, first of all, you always assume everything is alcohol related. No, I'm not. I didn't assume anything's alcohol okay, related. I mean, uh, then I don't know what you're talking about. My voice is pretty bad right now, I will admit. Is it just because it's late? My point is, is that you didn't sound this bad while we were drinking on our cruise at 1 a.m. at the at the silent disco. That's because I was winning big money. Yeah. All right. I'm just saying, like, it just needed to be it needed to be addressed. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> there it is. All right. Let's can we go out on that note? I feel like we talked about this series. The Heat are going to win this series. Oh, obviously. Uh, it's on to Philadelphia. I'm thinking about I want to go. I might want to go to game five. I don't know. I got to talk to my wife. Yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be yeah, there. Yeah, but you're Tuesday working. Night. I got to like buy tickets. Yeah, look for my column in the Miami Herald. But uh, a larger point I want to mention is that uh, at this point in the season, injuries are no excuse. The Heat won without Lowry tonight. Phoenix is playing without Booker. Uh, Milwaukee's missing uh, Chris Middleton. You're either good or you're not. You win or you don't. In I the mean, first round. Point, in the yeah, first round. exactly. So, yeah, I mean, these guys need to come back or all those teams will get eliminated because of those reasons. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I get it. It's good for now. I don't think that that was a larger point than my point that Jimmy Butler's third all-time in heat culture. You you said that you you wanted to make a larger point, and I think my point was larger than yours. Okay. <laughs> All right, that, and that's but... going to make you cough more. All right, well, let's get out of here. Let's, <laughs> let's pod family. I'm going to do the gra- like the way I do on Mystery Crate, and I mock uh, Chris Whittingham at the end of the episode. I'm going to do that here and mimic the exact way my dad ends every single episode of the Greg Cody Show. All right, pod family, uh, we love you. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. We uh, we'll talk to you next week. Back Damn on. right. Thank you. We need to mention this episode is the one year anniversary of our man Yeti Blanc oh working on the show. We we care so much about this moment that we told him, "Get out of here! You can't even be here for it." Right? He's been a, a genuine great addition to the show. He's added a lot musically. He's added a lot on air, and he is saved my life a lot with behind the scenes stuff. He's very creative. He's always wanting to do creative stuff and pitch ideas. Um, I couldn't be happier with him being a part of our team. One year in. Well, I'll, I'll check back next year. Maybe I'll feel differently at the two-year <laughs> mark. But so far, so good with Yeti Blanc, I'd say. Happy to have you, Yeti. Uh, the greatest Yeti Blanc in the history of this podcast. That's right. That kind of thing. That kind of thing. I'm whooping your ass. 2-0. I know you are. See if you I can come really back. I'm beginning to second-guess this whole Cody Olympics <laughs>